Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Ladies and gentlemen, from Lit, please welcome AJ. Welcome, man. So let me just say this. Since we got this on the books, Eamon has had this circled and circled on his calendar. (laughs) He is a huge fanboy. I I I am. And you know, when we when we previously uh interviewed Kevin, um I told him the 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 Taste Like Gold like album just brought me back to that like old school nineties music and you know oh, yeah. what a treat that freaking album is, and uh, we 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 recently saw you at Let's Go Fest down in uh, Maryland, and um, you guys killed it, man, killed it. So yeah, you you were the highlight of that entire weekend. I agree, that. dude. Yes, that's cool. You mentioned that um, uh, Taste Like Gold record was like that's. It took us a minute to to get back there, you know, as far as getting those creative wheels turning back to kind of the way we used to write songs and the way. We, not necessarily the way we wrote songs, but where our heads were at at the time of like Place in the Sun and the Atomic record and even the Black record. Um, we were just having a hard time, my brother and I being like, being the main writers, we sort of were, felt like we were evolving as writers and we started dabbling into, you know, some country music and, and just writing, just letting it kind of take us where it was going to go. And then we got, you know, we moved to Nashville and we were writing so much of that stuff that we kind of like, that had just become the new way we wrote. And so we were kind of incorporating like this like hybrid version of like what we were and some Nashville. And we're like, wait a minute, that's just us. That's not the other guys in lit. That's not, you know, who we're, what we're all about. So yeah. let's try and let's separate the two and let's like, let's try and make a record as lit again. And we really had to like go around and around and write with different people and just finally got our heads back in that place. And, these songs just started just sounding more and more like they were supposed to sound for lit, you know, and, and we wanted it to be throwback, but we wanted it to have some fresh, you know, kind of new school production qualities about it. And that's what we've been hearing from That's the feedback we've been getting. So we're like, all oh, right, on, man, we, we got there with it. <laughs> yeah, you did. Nailed that's it. the best, best album I've heard in years. Incredible. Yeah. I agree. So, you know, we had Kevin on before the, you guys had been on the boat. And then, so the boat happens, right? You guys totally obviously kicked ass because you're coming back on. And what what was your, like, expectation, like, when, like, going into that? Because I'm, I'm assuming that you'd, y'all had never played on a cruise ship before to that extent. And, I mean, you guys have traveled all over the world and played some amazing venues. But what was, what was that like for you guys, like, it, that experience? Well, we, we had done um, music cruises before. Okay. Um, we had done, um, uh, gosh, I can't think of all of them right now. Uh, <laughs> Ship Rock, Monsters of Rock, uh, Warped oh, nice. Rewind. So we had done it. So it was like, we kind of knew sort of what to expect. Um, but we had heard so many great things about Rock Boat. We we're like, oh, man, it's, can't wait to see what it's, you know, if this is all, if it's true. If everyone's just such a, because, you know, most of them are not certainly most of them. A lot of them do have that, like, family vibe and everyone that's been going on cruise after cruise kind of like 
get to know each other, make friends, and and it becomes like this this culture for that particular cruise. So we expected somewhat of that, but it definitely took on. It was like next level. Um, I think you know everybody we ran into was just so it was like there for all the right reasons, and it was such an eclectic. These those cruises are such an eclectic batch of music, and I feel like everyone that's on that boat is there to not only go watch their you know the bands that they're excited to see, but also discover new music, see bands that they'd never even heard of, heard of before, but like just very open minded to you know just coming across new whether it's a different genre or um, just a band they hadn't seen live and i got that from everybody fans were, that were there for other bands were legitimately interested in meeting us and you know hearing our music even if it was for the first time you know yeah it's 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 amazing like being able to interact with other artists and the collaboration and i know you guys are sure. you know you i think that year you had just gone on to tour maybe not on tour with but you overseas with bowling for soup um yeah. and then those guys and Love those guys um, and it's going to be you know as as an artist is it easy in a setting like that like the boat to collaborate or does it you know what are those like dynamics for for you as a lead singer what do you mean like collaborate as far as like on the yeah. boat working together yeah just like running into like random artists that you may have seen perform and you're like yep. oh well maybe we could try to do something with them and like we've always sucked at that like i mean as far as getting like getting on stage together and just kind of going yeah. with it that's something that we love to do and you know we've done that quite a bit as far as uh, pulling ourselves away from the party to do work you know i say when i say work to like you know write music <laughs> yeah um and to put our heads into that like creative zone we've always been terrible at that. We're very like, you know, ADD and we, whatever we're focusing on for the time, like yeah. we're, we're all in. So if we're, nice. we're there to perform, that's what we're going to do. Put on a show. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to detach and go write music. I don't, it just takes too yeah. much. Um, no, yeah. And that's, it's that's great. Cool. I mean, for, if anything, man, it's just like meeting, like you said, meeting those other artists and like setting up future collaborations and just getting to hang and, and just, become friends you know that's pretty pretty huge and it's important to you know, get more time you know in a setting like that being on a cruise ship whereas we run into artists all the time playing yeah. festivals and whatnot but you're like everyone's so busy like oh man i gotta get ready for showtime or whatever and hey man hit me up sometime and then a lot of times a year will go by you won't even talk um but this is like hey see you later on i'll see you tomorrow and you're just captive you know so whether it's it's kind of the thing that works cool for fans um, of these artists to be pretty much living together for the time you're on that boat. You know what I mean? You're always crossing yeah. paths. You're, you're running each other, you know, while you're eating your meals. And uh, at least I like to go eat where everyone else is eating. But, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. You're sort of, you're, I say forced, but it's, that's what I love about it is you're just a community that gets to hang out and just constantly shoot the shit and, well, well, maybe maybe you didn't get a chance to collaborate like while on the boat. But speaking of the taste like gold, you know, album, you have that you have a song with American authors. Uh, I got a funny story from from the boat. I was I was sitting in the atrium, you know, talking with talking with Zach, um, like as your kind of show started. I was going to I was mm -hmm. I was going to pop over and Zach was like, he just leans over to me. He's like, he's like, hey, what time is it? And I was like, da da da. -da. And he's like, yo, he's like, uh, where do I go for the Stardust? I'm supposed to be playing with Lynn. 
and I go, <laughs> you go down that way. And I was oh like, I'll meet you over there. That's, and, yeah. that's, that's how musicians are. That's so mean too. It's like, oh, where am I supposed to be? Like I sat to set, <laughs> even like for our, you know, our, our chat today, I was like, I, I set like a couple different alarms. So I don't get, you know, find myself mowing the lawn or something weird. Like, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> I'm supposed to be doing this. But yeah, we're all that, like that. You know, it's, it's, it's cool because, you know, your music throughout the years has inspired, you know, so many people to, you know, um, what am I looking for the word, um, expand their music, uh, you know, knowledge. And I think it's always so cool when you have someone that you can play music with and listen to it and it's generational. So like when you're up there performing, whether it be at a music festival or the rock boat specifically, but yeah. like you see somebody who's 40 and then you see them with like their, their kid and they can rock out to got kicked off the plane. You know, it's, yeah, that's the coolest that's cool shit ever. I mean, we've got to see that evolution You know, it's crazy that we've been a band and we, as long as we have, you know, and got to see the difference in all these decades and sounds makes me feel really old. You know, like literally like, you know, we got, we started our band the tail end of the eighties. And we started playing shows like in 88, 89. And then the 90s was like the whole first shit. I mean, we never got any radio activity until 99. So we're talking wow. many, can... many, many years of just yeah. being a band. Same guys trying to build our fan base and build our show. And just, you know, we just, we were doing what we love. So we weren't going to stop regardless. But, uh, but then from that point that we, our music was being heard by the masses and got to go internationally with it and but just to meet people in 1999 and see the same people this many years later at the shows with their kids that weren't even born yet and now those kids are like singing the words to our songs you know like you're saying and like not only because their parents were fans or whatever and they start bringing them to shows their kids to shows but also like you know stuff like rock band video game um yeah having our music has exposed us to that you know, next generation that was, yeah. you know, that was discovering not only lit, but like even, you know, bands from the 80s, like Ozzy and, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Radiohead. And then, you know, I mean, it's just like, that's how I just love kids that are, that aren't just always on their phone and aren't just always, you know, digesting the, the fast food of, of music and they're, and they're actually open to, you know, that's how we always were. We were, our, some of our favorite artists and albums are records that came out, came out before we were born. You know, our parents listened to like the Eagles and, you know, the Doobie Brothers and like yeah, yeah, cool, great yeah. classic rock music. And then, you know, heavy metal bands that were around and playing gigs before we were born, but that we fell in love with their music. And, and you know, good music is timeless, I feel like. And I think um, this stereotype that I don't know if it's what you call a stereotype, but like so many people feel like they need to label an artist by the year that they came out or whatever. But it's yeah. just like you know oh and you know you'll help people say stuff like oh are they still a band are they still around and you're just like you know like there's bands that are still around that were bands before i was even you know <laughs> alive so you gotta you just gotta like you know i take music for sonic value you know and and, and sometimes it marks a, a really cool time in my life whether it was high school or um, early years of my band or whatever it just a movie and it takes you there yeah, but it doesn't mean that like whether whatever that triggers 
whether a song that came out last year or 20 years ago, it's just, it just makes you feel a certain way. You turn it on, you get that feeling and it feels, you know, great or makes you sad or makes you want to go, you know, it's yeah, punch it's, a hole on a wall, whatever it is, it like yeah. it moves you. That's, that's the importance of it. Yeah. We get it's those that, uh, limb, limbic memories in our brain that are just connected through music. Um, yeah, man, know, it's go, it's get something flowing. As long as I get something flowing, then, you know, it's <laughs> worth, it's worth listening to in my book. Well, speaking of, know, speaking of kids, um, my kids were on the last boat and they were totally loving your, your stuff. Uh, but cool. when you brought it to the next generation with your enemy slash anti-hero, that was pretty sick. <laughs> right on. Thanks. That was, ac- <clears throat> that was accidental. Um, <laughs> and then on purpose, but, uh, yeah, we just, uh, we, we messed around with social media, not, not like as much as we're supposed to as artists, but we, we dabble and we, you know, once I started messing with TikTok a little bit more, um, they went from like, what is this shit? I ain't messing with this. It's <laughs> too weird. And then we just started having fun with it. My wife helps a lot with that. She like, Hey, nice. you should do this. You should try that. And I'm like, all right. And I gotta be like pushed to do that. Cause otherwise I'm just like, why do I want to pick up a phone or have you film me in a weird you know, situation? <laughs> but it's like, all right, I'll, I'll play ball. And yeah. Uh, yeah. so she, she had run across this, um, this mashup that a DJ did of the two songs. And I was like, holy shit. I mean, it, it's like in the same key, the lyrics are, I mean, that could be one song. So, so we just started messing with it. Like, what if we just brought more of enemy into it? And, and then, uh, so we just made like a quick sort of sample demo of it and the Swifties and everyone started freaking out and loving it. So I'm like, ah, oh, let's just record the whole thing. And we kind of just, we tweaked it out made our own arrangement. Um, and then it wasn't even supposed to be released. And it just, it just kind of was we tried to have, we had it like a holding pattern. Like, oh, I don't know if we're going to release it. And then of course the streaming hold just kind of let it go. It's <laughs> awesome. It's fun though. I mean, I love, I love how, it, how it turned out. It's just very different. That's, that's the kind of, that's the kind of stuff, you know, like nowadays, like people love that organic shit, right? Like mm-hmm. just off the cuff, no takes first take is, is all you got. <laughs> Put it out so there. It, it, you people like vulnerability. They like, um, spontaneity, I guess it kind of goes hand in hand with what you're saying. I think it's just don't, don't take yourself too seriously and don't overthink everything. And that's what we, I guess I'd say in the past two, three years has been the biggest learning curve for us. And the biggest like, um, adjustment is don't overthink every little lyric. Don't try too hard to be, you know, constantly this self image you have of what you're supposed to sound like, act right. like, look like kind of have to let it go, you know, these days. And in a way, you got you also got to filter yourself a little more these days. So yeah, <laughs> um, it's a balance that we're uh, kind of having fun learning. You know, the social media stuff you guys were just talking about. It's funny when we were counting down for the last boat, um, I was with my five-year-old niece in their playroom and I had uh, kicked off a plane play in the background, just getting, you know, hyped for the boat because they know yeah. for me, it's, it's a big deal. And she has this Barbie jet. And she has all these Ken dolls and different types. And I was just like, oh, this is cool. And I said, here. And I gave him to her and I said, Abby, why don't you make it look like these guys get kicked off a plane? And <laughs> and she did. And I had posted it uh, to like hype up the, the fans for the rock boat to get hype. Oh, and, man. Uh, that, how did yeah. I miss that? That's so yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was pretty. Uh, <laughs> it was, kicked but, off uh, the boat. Yeah, <laughs> I love that it. That would suck, right? <laughs> yeah, that would be great. It's, it's, 
<laughs> you know, is there a difference between when Lit is playing on land or at sea in preparation for your sets? Uh, I mean, no, I don't think so. I think it's um, it's a different perspective, you know, while on stage for sure. Especially yeah. that those deck stages, you know, you get out on that <laughs> and, and you you have this view of the norm. Well, I should say I should say the norm. Everyone's in a better mood. I feel like when they're on a trip like a cruise ship like that, you know, and so like just a party atmosphere. But then when you look above and look, you know, far out, you're it, you remind yourself or you're reminded quickly that you're at sea. And it yeah. gives you a whole different feeling on stage. You already get that like rush from having a crowd in front of you and like feeding off each other, but then you're feeding off the ocean and the energy of that. And it's just like, it's pretty, pretty badass. But as far as preparation, man, I think, um, not, not really. No, I think it's just, we just do our thing. Yeah. I mean, you've been in the game, you know, you're, you know, I said it to Kevin Griffin of Better Than Ezra. I'm like, you're, like a, you know, a wizard of your craft, and that's exactly what you guys are. So it's like, it's um, a constant, you know, it's constant growth, it's constant change. It's like, like anything else. If you're not constantly pushing yourself and moving forward, whether it's, you know, creatively or physically, anything, if you just start becoming complacent, you can't. You're just gonna fall apart. You know what I mean? But um, oh yeah. But yeah, I mean, just uh, we've kind of we've learned over the years what we. Can, pull off and we get away with what we can't and um i had something i was gonna say and <laughs> yeah no no it's you know the uh, uh i i ran india on the last boat on the stage um when they did the positivity jam uh-huh um and all the artists were up there and brian had asked us to come up and we did and um moments like that where it's just like um you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if you had the opportunity to bring like a significant other or family members on. Yeah. But when they see moments like that, where these all these amazing artists and um and, and whatnot, what is like, you know, their perspective on it? Um, when you guys are like talking about the experience on the boat. Um. So like, my, my wife went. Okay. With me. Um, perspective wise, as far as the camaraderie and what is yeah. that what you mean? Yeah. I mean, they see it, you know, in our day to day lives are a lot of times their our wives are around when we're, we have people over like we're writing music and they're kind of like nice. coming in and out or, or whatever, crossing paths, hearing certain things. Oh, I like, you know, later on, it's like, oh, what were you guys working on? That sounded cool. Um, but I think, you know, they, they love it. You know, my wife loves being around. She's made really good friends with, you know, some of the other artists, you know, American authors awesome. and, and just some of their you know and their families their wives just just being able to hang out on boats like that um with they have a lot in common you know so to our wives those are their peers too oh yeah, yeah. family members so i haven't my daughter is uh she'll be 21 next month okay so she's, she's a little grown up now she's she's definitely <laughs> you know i'd love to bring her on you know the next rock boat or what you yeah. know down the line i think she would love it uh but um that would be cool to just kind of get her take on it because she's not around it all the time so she would yeah. probably dig it yeah i mean it's it's uh yeah it's it's awesome um, everybody's just everybody's just so easygoing right like I, sure. I think even even from not not only from you know a, a fellow rock boater on the boat but uh when we interview a lot of artists like they their interactions with a lot of the fans just from the rock boat is just like very like 
you know, nice, casual, yeah. a lot of times very brief. And they just, they respect. just like to give you props. Yeah. yeah. A lot of respect. Definitely. Yeah. I've, I've noticed, I think, I think too, what helps with that is when it's so stripped down, you know, and everyone's sort of in kind of vacation mode, even though, band, you know, us bands are there to perform and do a job at the same time, like human nature is to, we're there to really just, it's a whole, it's an experience. It's not just showtime when you're yeah. on stage. That's part of it. The rest of the experience is that we're vacationing together with these fans and these people that came there to have a great time and not just watch the dance play. I think that you're saying like standing in, in a line to get a fresh juice or, or a drink and you know, someone standing next to you is like, Hey, great show last night or whatever. And you're like, Oh, thank you. Where are you guys from? And you just start having that, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we do music for a living. It's, you know, like we, we chose a creative path, but we're running across other people that are creative in different ways. And we're, we're just people and we do different things, you know, and I love meeting. We're just, we're normal as fuck and meeting normal people. And, and talking about regular shit is, is more normal than some people think. I think people build up this thing in their minds, like meet this guys from these bands and yeah, you know, what are we going to talk about? And like, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it might be feel weird to them. But it's like, man, it's just like meeting somebody in line at the grocery store. You know, they, a lot <laughs> of times like people, people put like artists and people that are, you know, maybe, you know, in the media and whatnot, just on this pedestal that they, they can't even like live up to. Right. Like, so I, I think that, you know, being able to hear you interact with them and kind of make them, really easy about it like kind of goes a long way in my opinion it's a trippy thing too the double-edged sword like when you because is you know we we work our whole lives to like we most artists do want to build up a following you do yeah. want your song on the radio and, and for and some have some have different reasons for it mine's just i've always wanted to be able to play in front of more people like the more people that are enjoying the music and that energy like then hell yeah Fame, the fame side of it's a weird thing. It's like you can't, obviously that really means bigger success and, and more fame, but really it's all about that, like the number of people that are digging your music and that's the achievement for me. But um, along with some of the fame or whatever, it comes like, like you said, like being normal. When you say things, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a politician and I'm not a, you know, a scholar. I didn't, I didn't get a degree in anything except for, you know, school of rock. But, <laughs> uh, but when I say something like in an interview or when I meet a fan and they ask me my opinion on something and it goes off the, the topic of music, I run the risk of saying something yeah. that maybe I don't live up to the expectation. Maybe I don't, you know, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the case. It doesn't matter. I can, you get some of these artists that are just these mega stars and then they make a statement and then it's headline news. And it's like, well, Maybe, yeah, they just, crazy. They maybe they they don't they don't know what they're talking about at the same time. Everyone <laughs> says shit they don't know what they're talking about. Everyone yeah. puts, their foot, puts their foot in their mouth, but when you do it as a celebrity, you're kind of you can screw yourself. You yeah, know? yeah, totally. You know, and that's that's the I think the best part about what what Hazel and Six Men have created on the boat is this atmosphere where everybody just kind of feels safe, right? And going back to what you said, we're all here on vacation. We're all here for the greater cause, and that's for the love of music. Yeah, and um. You know, and those guys, by the way, way, I think way beyond my expectations are just good, solid dudes. Like, just such a like welcoming, 
down to earth bunch of bunch of people. I just like we fell in love with those guys and just you know that extends out into the family of that cruise and then in, in the from the fans to the bands they bring on. And, and when they said that they were going to have us back, I was like, that was to me it was like an honor because it was a stamp of approval. Like we, you know, we weren't yeah. pieces of shit. We were we, <laughs> we passed the test, like the the cool guy test or the nice guy test, and we. Um, it was, it's cool to fit into that type of, uh, you know. and you totally. guys, that bunch you of guys are like any recent. other artist on <laughs> the that? boat and their war, no knock to any other artists on the boat last year and their wardrobes. But AJ, you are probably one of the, if not the best dressed artists on the boat. So <laughs> Rock star. kudos oh, to wow. you, sir. And speaking of six man, uh, we had Trey Veteran, and he said he knew that you guys got the boat when you started to play the opening riffs of Enemy, and then you were like, "Nope, you got to come back tomorrow," and that was amazing. <laughs> that was a yeah, how fun. It was like a last last minute idea. Like how like how are we gonna make sure uh, we get this, we get people to come out and watch? We're like, all right, we got to do like a that'll grab their attention, and then we'll say we'll be back. So. Yeah. <laughs> Love that's that. great. I, I also heard somebody somebody we talked to on the boat was telling us telling us a story um, of of you guys were kind of back by you know the sports courts or something and people and there was in the morning and stuff like people like run do their like laps and stuff yeah. and and I heard like you guys were kind of heckling like the overachieving <laughs> runners. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was great. Yeah, we ended up, and I, I didn't realize at the time what it was, but later discovered you know, the other artists and we ended up hanging out and laughing about it. Um, but yeah, we had to do our little, we grabbed our beer and we did our like big <laughs> run, the like, loser walk. That's awesome. That was crazy. I wish yeah. I could do that. I should be, we, we all should wake up and run around the boat. And, uh, but I mean, the, you, well, you're, when you're not, not this guy. <laughs> when, when you're on stage, man, you're you're all over the stage. You're you're exerting, you know, a lot of energy on that stage. It's pretty much running, right? Thanks, mm -hmm. man. It's funny you say that. I do like uh, when we're on tour. Uh, I I do like I'm in the greatest shape I think I'm for you know the entire year is like after a run because when I say run is the tour, not that to me that's running. <laughs> but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I get more exercise on stage than I than I really realized till after the fact. But yeah. I, kind of like that's great cardio and i've like dropped my my little uh lazy handles you know and <laughs> which uh when you're on tour you can kind of get quick aj thanks so much for finding time to chat with us i know you guys got some shows coming up you got uh one at the nugget casino resort at the end of uh at the end of this month and then virginia you guys are at oceanfront concert fest series Oh, that's a big this, one. That's this weekend. Ocean Calm. That's uh, coming yep. up this Saturday, I believe. And um, and then you have a show at the House of Blues in San Diego in October. San Diego and Anaheim House of Blues. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're making a hometown, uh, the old hometown pit stop. So you know, it'll be awesome. fun to see everybody. Do you, do you miss it? I miss uh, I miss all the people, man. I'll tell you that. I miss a lot, not all of them, but. <laughs> but I miss so, uh, friends that still live there, and you know, and the bands that live there. We're the lineup for those two House of Blues shows is kind of like a an old school bands we used to play with back in the day, and like Zebraheads on that. Phoenix TX is getting back oh, together wow. for for it, and uh, uh, man, it's it's gonna be great. Zebra and then Head. I thought I thought it was awesome to see too. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, Rock Island Fest. Mm -hmm. You'll be there with uh, Bowling for Soup 
and oh, yeah. Stone Temple Pilots and Buck Cherry. I just thought it was so cool when I saw that. I'm just like, dude, they're going to be with these guys just before they get on the boat together. I'm like, that's so cool. Uh, yeah, dude. Very cool. Jared, Jared, yeah. Jared's going to be like, I got to see these guys again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're uh, we're tied with those guys. And that was uh, definitely when we get together, it's feel like we're almost the same band. <laughs> yes. Very, awesome. very similar you know, thinkers and just we've all been in it for a while, you know. So yeah. learn learn how to had to do brotherhood you know absolutely awesome well again aj thank you so much for swinging by and chatting with us and yeah thank you guys we can't wait to uh to see you up there on on the boat again man we're looking forward to it hell yeah man can't wait good talking to you man take care take care on the boat too